Hi, this is Suparna Goswami, Principal Correspondent with Information Security Media Group. I have with me today Ramon Liparoni, IT Integration Manager at Comia. He will be talking about use cases of AI to secure the aviation sector. Welcome, Ramon. Thank you. Ramon, what are the various use cases of AI in the aviation industry when it comes to information security? That's actually a very interesting question because from an aviation's perspective, especially here with the distinct difference between the African markets and the European markets, how we've been looking at AI versus machine learning, ML, we've been trying to look at use case and AI studies being done by other airlines around the world. And the four major ones we've been looking at is pretty much what Delta, American Airlines, United Airlines, and Southwest Airlines have been doing around how they adapt AI and ML into their environments, especially around the security aspects. So what we've been looking at is things like the automated self-service bag check-in kiosks, facial recognition technology, which we have been seeing and Looking at it from our side, we want to learn how they're adapting this kind of technology and using this kind of technology and leveraging it into today's market. But Ramon, there seems to be a confusion between the two, AI and ML. I see people using them interchangeably. They're not quite the same thing. And I think this is where people are starting to sort of to get a little bit worried or a little bit drifting apart from it. This sometimes leads to bigger confusion between AI and ML. Both terms are great when you talk around big data and analytics and the broader waves of technology change that are sweeping throughout the world at the moment. If we were to break it down and take a look at artificial intelligence is the broader concept of machines being able to carry out tasks in a way that we consider smart in a way. And machine learning is slightly different when it's based on the application of AI, based around the idea of what we should be giving machines to access data to let them learn themselves. So, you know, machine learning for us is something we're starting to look at. And what we're picking up more and more and more is the information security in the aviation arena, especially here in Africa, has become vitally important. And we have to ask ourselves, in what way will AI and ML impact on our security domain? So here at Comair, we're looking at things like machine learning is a branch of AI. So we're referring to it where it enables computers to learn and adapt through experience. We're trying to do learning based on experience and patterns rather than cause and effect. Also, Ramon, since we are talking about AI, how much are you seeing the aviation industry in Africa adopting AI? The last five years here in, in, in Africa, AI and ML technologies for enterprises has sort of been slowly bubbling underneath and it's now starting to grow quicker now. So we're starting to see things where we attribute it to advancements in computing power, where the evolution of distributed computing is looking at and big data and cloud computing. These are all new to, to the African market and we've it, it's been slowly bubbling under time. So we've seen early commercial applications of ML and we're trying to learn from these guys for your three technology giants that, that, that provide ML in a way that is far superior is Google with its search engine. You've got Amazon with how it recommends products and Facebook with its near, with its updated near real-time news feeds. But we're starting to find other avenues what we can learn from these pioneers. And one of them is we're trying to look at how do we secure these variable plethoras of 
valuable human behavior. And we've been collecting data from for hundreds of millions of users worldwide and countrywide in this particular case, because we're using it to effectively, we collect it and we clean it and then we organize and analyze it so that we, our, our systems and our, our machine learning systems can use it. But we've, we're having to do a scalable big data framework to sort of allow for this. We're looking at it in the aviation side where the most popular AI applications, we're looking at sort of AI assistance, you know, responding to the customer requirements. Then we look at the other side, smarter logistics, where we look at machine learning algorithms, where we can apply it to our existing data to help us automate certain processes. And Southwest Airlines have done this phenomenally well. So we're learning from that. Then the last one on our on the AI side is the facial recognition. We're trying to use the technology or leverage the technology to perform customer identification, verification, and sort of alleviate the long queues that we're starting to pick up. But in saying that, we've picked up something completely new to us, and that's what is the impact on the security in this arena? And what it will mean to us is very new. And we're still learning how to ensure that the security we have in place now can grow and learn as we, as an airline, evolve in today's markets. And what we're seeing is that some of the industry organizations are already beginning to use AI to bolster cybersecurity. And often we start seeing these sort of protections against more sophisticated hacking. So when we look at AI, we find that AI is helping us automate some of the more complex processes for detecting attacks. Data deception technology is something we're also starting to pick up more and more and more. We're starting to look at products that can automatically detect and analyze and defend against advanced attacks by kind of proactively detecting and trying to trick would-be hackers into thinking they have you know, sort of taken some of our conceptualization data and used it strategically. So when you combine very smart security personnel with, a, with adaptive technology, you know, we, we start becoming smarter in the industry as well as learning from what's going on around us. What we've got is we're in, inadvertently creating opportunities as we start looking at using AI and ML. And when we start looking at in environments that we are mass collecting data, we're also picking up a lot more attacks are trying to use AI technology to enable them to attack us more strategically. And so what we're trying to do now is we'll gradually start using AI and ML, developing automatic hackability products that will stop us from being a target or at least our systems being targeted. So Ramon, you said that in Comair also you're using ML to secure your networks and perimeters, right? So what kind of architectural changes, if any, did you have to bring in? That's that's an interesting thing. What we're finding is we're sort of taking a look at, at how um, APIs are functional, what information we sort of put out in, in the market, and we're, we're trying to adapt our infrastructure around it. Because what we're finding is a lot of the systems that we have and a lot of the network environments we started, they fail to collaborate very well with other systems. And using machine learning, we're finding that some of the smaller, smaller sort of companies we deal with aren't geared up for it. So we're trying to take the a step ahead, bringing in as much of the possible technologies that we can find leveraging things like TIPCO and other sort of machine learning applications that we can find to try and just better ourselves moving through this industry. Sure, that ML is being used, as you said, by multiple industries. So for your company, since you, ha you are involved in deploying ML to secure for information security in your company, 
what is the biggest challenge for business who are looking to adopt ml to secure their information wow. well you know what i think there are five massive challenges for any in any business trying to come to the adoption of ai even ml access to data is one of them and um, to train a machine learning algorithm one needs a massive set of clean data and that's something that big companies and a lot of starting up companies have got so much data but don't actually really understand it nor do they understand that with all this data one also needs to keep in mind the data privacy issues when it comes to harvesting personal data particularly in light of what we're going through at the moment especially in in south africa with the general with Uh, what's a GDPR is our um, general data protection regulation companies especially ourselves look to apply AI and ML to number of areas but the data has got to be as clean as possible and as user friendly as possible access to data is, is one of the challenges the other one is we're looking at the past versus the future most of us have so much ample data available on which to create all these new fab ai and ml applications the problem is we need to teach them the ability to recognize what model will work for ai applications and where is it that will you you'll have to train and not necessarily have to build from the ground up and because the past doesn't benefit the future most of the models that we create now won't necessarily work forever we'll have to constantly keep adapting ai can learn as it goes its ability to do depends largely on the conditions remaining similar or the same we all know industry never stays constant so it's one of the things one of the challenges we will have moving forward is as ml starts and ai runs together with each other we're going to start seeing that some of the older systems we developed beforehand in the past may not work moving forward the third one is ai versus ei and when i mean ei i mean the emotional intelligence we know that we're looking to employ ai technology to support our customer service for, for example we're building chatbots that customers can interact with on platforms like our booking tool and customer services tool so we need to look at the emotional intelligence around this as well so even so an ai application lacks emotional intelligence it's not a human being it's not something that knows how to interpret tone or interpret emotion they're unable to de- sort of demonstrate empathy and that's what we find especially with chatbots now they are very emotional defunct you know the next one is specialization we all know ai systems of today are specialist environment that means ai powered technologies are better than some of the specialized tasks than they are at others and this is where brands have a reason to be wary about putting everything in an ai in the hands of ai or ml especially on the software side the brands have got to use artificial intelligence a little bit more strategically to identify the trends identify the topics and lead themselves to sort of understand what is popular contents what is predictive human emotions and written and and how best to curate the contents into a usable environment and then the last one of of these challenges is the inability to collaborate and this is what we're starting to see at the moment especially around us as some market leaders take ahead you know with all these complex ai systems running we've got other environments who 
aren't as ready with AI or ML as we are. So getting these systems to function correctly, you need cooperative AI and cooperative ML environments. And that's what we're going to start looking at is systems that are going to be prone to frequent failures because one or more of its components may not understand the conditions that it's being trained or that it's learned to handle. So even if we design systems phenomenally well, you know, we still need to design it in such a way that when the component doesn't understand, it shuts itself down and allows for another component to take over. If we don't, what's going to happen is that component will keep on running and then returning increasingly inappropriate or incorrect results. Those are pretty much the biggest challenges I see for industry moving forward, at least for the next two years. Well, thanks a lot, Ramon, for sharing your thoughts on AI Animal and how it can be beneficial for the aviation industry. Always a pleasure. You were listening to Ramon Liparoni for ISMG Nasha. This is Suparna Goswami. Thank you for listening.